Hello. What is going on? Episode 78. Let's go. Episode 78. No. Pretty sure. No, 77. No, it's 78. Is it? Yeah, because we have an episode coming out today. Ah, uh, okay. Um. Oh, God. Awesome. Hope my... I left my laptop out in the cold well in my car um and it was kind of cold and it died and i hope nothing fucks up but we're gonna keep going as if it won't fuck up yeah (laughs) just pray to god (laughs) yeah that's all we can do (laughs) yeah what What else can we do (laughs) oh yeah this is what we pray (laughs) um yeah let's go it's Uh, a relatively different timing for this pod I had to get up early to get here. Early for me. I got to get up an hour earlier. So I woke up at 8 a.m. past two days. Don't know what's going on with me. That's good. That's good. It probably is good, but it's like weird. Yeah, it's for like you why, that is weird. Why am I waking up that early? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but sleep's better. Fucking stupid diet. Feel like yeah. shit. Well, I feel you better. Feel good. I feel better. It's I'm just weird. like tired. You really? Know? Yeah. From the workouts? Yeah, because the past two days I've been doing like cardio and lifting because uh, I just want to get in great shape before Hawaii. Summer. Ah, yeah. Uh, Excuse me. So I'm like, that's that, in a few weeks, isn't it? It's like Saturday. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was the 14th. Yeah. No, it's like the 12th, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It still hasn't really hit me. I think it was like. The day you, I'm so jealous. The day before, I'll be like, yeah, okay, we're going to Hawaii. But mm-hmm. till then, like, just thinking about other shit, mm-hmm. schoolwork. Mm-hmm. I get that. I have a lot on my plate, too. A lot to do. Yeah. Um, busy adult life. Fucking yeah. sucks. We're still here, though, which is really, like, great. Yeah. We've been on an an- uh, weekly for... You don't get any cookies Quite for that, while, but now. it's been a good while that we've been weekly. Um, Probably at least two months. I think it could be longer than that. I think we're at like four months. I think the last time was in like Damn. December. Oh, and then before that, it was like a very long time. Like yeah. I would say very consistently. Um, every Wednesday we've had an episode out, which is great. Um, 77, which is good. Um, Eight. Damn, sorry. 78. We keep, um, I feel like we're just rolling. Yeah. We've been rolling, so it's been awesome. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, speaking of rolling, awesomely, as corny as it is, this morning, I, um, <laughs> let me not even preface it to make it seem like I was super excited about it. I was already like, I already know what's about to go down. I order a lift home. I was out late last night. I order a lift home. It ends up being a Model 3, which is cool. Performance, I could tell. So, um. Yeah, but people are like, oh, Z, you're like, you're gonna ask some questions or like be all like, I'm like, nah, like I already know, like you have no I idea. I know everything <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you want me to drive, bro? You want you, cannot, you want me to drive home? Like, so I, I get in, so like the doors are also obviously like different. So the guy who's driving lets me in. So did he let you in like from the car? Did he come out and open it? No, for he you? opened it from the inside and like opened the door because the handle is like a push and then pull. Uh, so you have to pull push like the inside to the left mm-hmm. and then the handle will actually pop out and then you just pull the door open okay 
but people, most people have not been in a Tesla before, so they don't know that. So I'm like, I reached to go let myself in. Yeah. Admittedly, as I'm walking up, I was like, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> but I, no, I already knew. It's been a long time. But yeah, I opened it up. Well, I was about to. He opened it for me. And I was like, yeah, you must not get a lot of people who have been inside a Tesla. Over. He's like, yeah. Like, oh, you know, huh? I was like, yeah, I've been in a couple. I've been in a few. I've been following for a long time. I've been into them since I was a kid, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So it was just cool to like have him. It was just cool. So it was like a refreshing. It seems as if like people who drive model, drive Teslas in general are all similar minded people. Hmm. So uh, we just kind of just like hit it off immediately. Um, we ended up talking about a lot of things we actually speak about on this pod. We only talked for like 20 minutes. I couldn't even get to everything that I wanted to speak with him about. Um, the guy was from Germany. He was an awesome guy. Um, and he was just speaking about the energy crisis we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a very different perspective on Ukraine and Russia. Um, he's a little bit older too. So had a little bit of like firsthand knowledge uh, of Europe, the situations over there. Yeah. So it was just cool to hear him and see him speak. Um, did he, um, did you like bring up any other electric vehicles that, uh, no, so I couldn't even get to it. Like literally the majority of the time we just spoke about like Tesla and how they've just been for a, the first year and a half, literally the first year and a half of Biden's presidency. He didn't even speak the word Tesla in front of the national media. Yeah. And it's like he's speaking about GM and Mary Barra being the number one manufacturer of electric vehicles. And it's like, it's just not true. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and built here in the U S like, so it was just kind of surprising. He spoke on that. We end up speaking about that for a little bit. Um, and how Russia and by an extension, the United States are in its last days as the superpowers. Russia has been had its time. Yeah. So. So what next? China? Yeah. So China's definitely on the way. It's right. Like we are, we're in a the decline in yeah. China's ascending. Um, we do have some technologies that are able to hedge. Um, my main two that I know the most about and believe are the biggest hedges are uh, SpaceX and Tesla. Yeah. Um, Elon just tweeted out a few minutes ago uh, that I think he said 48 uh, Starlink uh, satellites are enabled for Ukraine. So that was so since the invasion about two weeks ago, um, Ukraine government was like, Elon, please help us. We don't have secure Internet. Please like help us however you can. Elon deployed Starlink's to Ukraine so that they'll have internet access like immediately. Oh, wow. Um, that's not something that people will speak about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, pl- places like most people, unless the only real people who will speak about that are like here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so did you see his tweet that was talking about if he was like, Oh, I hate to admit it, but something about gas and oil. Like I have seen it. Yeah. So what exactly was that? So he was saying that for you, for those listening is that we need to increase 
how much oil we're producing because mm. we can't transition directly to electric that quickly. Right. And like a transitioning to renewables is going to take more time. So we need to, in the short term, produce more oil. And in the short term, that will hurt Tesla because obviously they're an electric car company. Yeah. Their whole mission is renewables. Right. So it's terrible, but he's saying that it's something that needs to be done so that we could stabilize um, our, uh, our energy. Yeah. Which is true. Like, I, like, I think that there's no way to completely vilify it. Like oil, like we need oil. Yeah. But it's like we, as Tesla is, and I think a lot of people should think about more is that we need to just whittle away at it. We can't just hack it away and be like, like, say if we have a hundred years to transfer over to renewable energy, yeah. we shouldn't be like in year 99, like, <laughs> like stop the ship, like turn yeah. the ship around. Like we got to do it right now. Like that's not how it's going to work. So it's a big problem. Yes. But you do it over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's something that's so interesting to me about China is that like in their country, they're like, oh, a hundred years is nothing. So it's like. Even if like they're not going to be the superpower right now, yeah. they'll wait the hundred years because it's like it just doesn't matter. We don't need to strike so quickly, or we can like take our time with things, and it's more methodical as opposed to like here in the West, which is like now, now, now. Yeah, everything has to be done quickly. Like, yeah. and if we can't, and like, and and we shouldn't waste time on something that could be done in the last ten minutes. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like we should take our time and not say something is impossible. Like. A lot of things are possible with time. So we have it on our side right now, but it'll be against us like in the soon. upcoming years. Yeah, soon. Very soon. That's a tough thing because like we, you can't do have to kind of like get your ass in gear. Yeah, it's like, can we so, hurry up? Like, And that's what I'm, I hope that like... Take your time, but hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> legit, <laughs> legit. I hope that more people are thinking about it and are actually thinking about renewables. Um it's just it's just something that makes sense right now. We're definitely I think we're a little bit early and I've been feeling that where where a lot of times we're like once everybody starts talking about something, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, "Oh, you're probably too late." Right. So I kind of feel like on this platform we've been preaching like, "Hey, renewables, renewables, renewables." Like there's all these different vehicles that are awesome or these companies are terrible, but just shedding light on the fact that they exist is at least half the battle. Yeah. We haven't even been able to see that from our president. So that was just a little bit of the conversation that we had. Um, Did you tell him about the podcast? I didn't. I was going to le- I thought about it after the fact about giving him my card or I should have told him about the podcast as well. Um, yeah. It was just it was just it was kind of refreshing to speak to somebody who. It did also make me want to travel, but speaking to somebody who knew about like world order and mm-hmm. some stuff that's happening like not that's right in our immediate vicinity you know trip to germany that'd be interesting berlin i wonder it's got to be cool over there absolutely i would i would love 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 to go to giga berlin oh yeah that would be cool i'd do that like that's something that i would absolutely do i do want to visit the factories, the Tesla factories, mm-hmm. which would be, that's a pretty solid trip. That would be, it wouldn't be in one trip, but I've already driven past, uh, Cato road 
in Los An- in um California. I forget the ex- exact city, but I was in California, drove by it, which is dope. Um, then there's Giga Texas, which is being built. Um, Boca Chica naturally for SpaceX. Um, Giga China, and then Giga Berlin. So I didn't even get to talk to the to my lift my lift driver about Giga Berlin. He's German. Like. Yeah. Um, I want to go to Lake Tahoe. Have you ever seen pictures of Lake Tahoe? No. I don't know. I my my uh geography is terrible. Yeah, no. When someone so someone brought up Lake Tahoe to me because she wanted to show me pictures, like, and uh, I was like, "Where the fuck is that, Texas?" Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) You said Utah, but it's in California. It's like seven hours from L.A., but they have like the clearest water, and you can go kayaking uh, north. Okay. Um, but it looks amazing. I would definitely do that. Absolutely. I might go to LA in April. In April, you know it's actually crazy. That's my um timeline to take the California Zephyr. Oh, I brought really? this up on Pod a lot. If this is your first time listening, welcome. First off, second off, uh, I've tried. I've been wanting to go on the California Zephyr. Um, it's a train that goes from Chicago to LA. Uh, it takes some days, but you pretty much get to see the entire U.S. And I feel like I could, uh, that'd be awesome just to see. Yeah, that does sound cool. Is is it all, some of it's in tunnels, right? But like. Parts. I lot. think parts of it you go through a mountain. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of crazy like, but then you get to those huge swaths of land that are just empty. Um. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I'd probably travel light. Yeah, because I would be moving a lot. Like, so what would happen is I'd go from Chica- I'd go from Boston to Chicago, Chicago to L.A., and then from L.A. to Hawaii. So I'd be uh, gone for a good bit. Yeah, that'd be a cool trip. Um, I need to get a backpack for Hawaii. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So, uh, one of my coworkers actually is from hawaii um where are you guys going again because she asked me and i didn't know Kauai. oh good that's a good spot but um childish gambino's album i know <laughs> you're gonna have to listen this is where his inspiration came from. <laughs> you um, can see it all clearly now yeah i understand <laughs> god um yeah she said this is the perfect time to go because it's nicer weather right is that gonna be like dumb Super hot? Super hot. Yeah. Uh, my aunt was telling me I should like. I need to wear sunscreen at all times. Yeah, you do specifically. Yeah. You're gonna melt. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be so fun. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna look into like trying surfing. I've always wanted to try surfing. Mm. Um. When do you come back? The twenty-first, twenty-second. Twenty-first. Yeah. So we're going to miss one? Uh, Yeah, but this will come out while I'm there. So, I don't know. We can we can figure something out. That's awesome. Or we could record two when I get back, and then we'll like be back to like having right them staggered or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's behind-the-scenes talk. Yeah. Uh, biz talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> Um, so, um, 
Yeah, other news too, um, which is pretty awesome, is that uh, Tesla and Elon had a goal of the Model Y being the most popular vehicle in the U.S. Well, car, excuse me. So, right now, we'll see how far. So, the number, the so from Car and Driver, uh, they have a list of the most sold units of vehicles. And the first car that comes up is the Toyota RAV4 mm-hmm. in fourth place. Um, and it sold 407,739 units, which is crazy for not even an American car company, first off, which is a direct competitor with the Model Y. And the number one spot was the Ford F-Series that sold 726,000 units. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's how far... Okay, so that's how far even the number four is from the number one. Like 300,000 units. Uh, So to accomplish this, Tesla would have to sell around 30-something thousand cars a year. Let's just say. um, A month. So they would have to sell around 34,000 vehicles a month. Mm -hmm. Um, And right now, from Q4 of last year, they sold 32,700 Oh, um, so they're right on track uh, with increased production with uh, Giga Berlin coming online and later this year Giga Texas coming online then they should be able to sell more vehicles I know people are probably thinking like oh what does Giga Berlin have to do with it mm-hmm. um, right now they have to ship vehicles um, a lot of times across the ocean from uh, Cato Road in the factories that they have in the U.S. Uh, China has been able to address some of the market for Europe, but Giga Berlin will be able to address even more since it's in Europe. So then they'll have more available cars to sell here right? and uh, so on. Uh, that's for this year uh, to surpass the Toyota RAV4, which is awesome. Uh, still, Still a lot to do, but it's pretty cool. If you're trying to order a Model Y, even if you tried to order one today, you wouldn't be able to get it until next year, unfortunately, because they're so backed up on demand. Damn. So that's just where they are right now. Right now, you're asking where the Model Y sits. It's at uh, 17. And this is because they have to ship so many vehicles out of the U.S. So this is for last year. So Tesla Model Y is number 17. At 172,700 units. So, they have to more than double this year, which is from even last pods we've spoken about is very possible. What if, um, since the gas prices are so high, Elon just, like, takes it upon himself and gives everyone, every family, a free Tesla? I'd be first in line. <laughs> that would be Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, and this guy, um, he, so he's driving Lyft with the car, mm-hmm. and he convinced his apartment owner 
to in charge to install a charging station or like a, a a charger. Right. And the guy is using solar to power the apartment. So right now the the owner of this Tesla Model Y Model 3 is getting free charging at his house. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't even charge at superchargers. I just charge at home." Wow. So he's do so like the margins on Lyft and Uber are way different. You have to fuel the vehicle. Right. It's cool. Like, there's a lot of cool things that came up in this very short conversation with us. So, where does he live now? Like, where's his apartment? Couldn't even get to that. Like, yeah. I feel like we could have, we literally could have spoken for hours. I know that this was the type of person I was like, oh, I definitely could have spoke with you for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, he just knew what was going on a lot with, he's a Tesla owner. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's pretty cool that his apartment and his car are both electric, basically. And yeah, and that's what like I'm trying to preach so much to most homeowners is like, hey, like right now, a lot of the things that used to only be able to be done by gas is changing over to electric. Like most of the appliances in your house or even power tools for what you need to do, not for like construction or things like that, but for what the average person needs to do can be handled by an electric appliance Mm -hmm. and say if you were to get solar then you're offsetting your dependence on the power grid and your dependence on oil which only saves you money like most times that you're paying most times the largest bill that people pay here in new england is a gas bill Um, i know people who paid seven hundred dollars last month on a gas bill which is absurd now uh, now today they have electric heat pumps that can heat your home. Uh, if you were to have solar, like yes, in the initial purchase price, it would be a lot, but over time, like the solar panels would pay for themselves and yeah. every single penny after that is paying your utilities. So we're at a really uh, ripe time for it. Yeah. And I think that, he was a perfect example of that. Like that one guy got solar on his house and has just leveraged it on his apartments. How and old was he? You think my driver? Yeah. Uh, he's probably in his mid to late thirties, maybe oh, wow. early forties. He had some grades, but I wouldn't say he was just some kind of like brittle old man. Probably say he's like 10, 15 years. Probably like, yeah. Mid to late thirties, forties, maybe. Late 30s, early 40s, probably somewhere around there. I was for some reason I was picturing like an old man. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just like what I picture for Tesla owners for the most part. Yeah, it's getting younger. Yeah, like but like all like pe- like the people with mm-hmm. people in Newton with Teslas are like all old. As yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for the day it just gets more and more common. Um. Yeah, I was also speaking with someone about like the because the cost of ownership is way different. Yeah. And um, I have to find the name of the source, but he um, he pretty much did the calculations for like buying model year like Honda Accord compared to a model three. And yes, the initial purchase price was more, but 
if you own the car for longer than five years, yeah, you would have actually like paid less over the duration of the vehicle's life, um, as opposed to getting the Honda, which is like twenty thousand cheaper. So for the vast majority of people like who own their cars for longer than five years are going to end up getting more money. You know what I mean? Paying yeah. less for their vehicle. Right. But that's as hard. It's just something people don't understand. Like it's it's compl- the only similarity between an electric vehicle and a gas car is they have four wheels. Everything outside of that like mm-hmm. is different. Uh, I wonder when I'm going to get my first one. I'm thinking about it, too. After this whole energy crisis, I'm like, right now. <laughs> I want an Aptera. Yeah, Aptera is sick. Highly, highly, highly recommend Aptera. Please, if you are just hearing that name, listen to our last episode. Um, and go check out an Aptera. See what you, check out the, the different designs that you can make in the vehicle. Oh, yeah. I think it was two episodes ago, but you'll see it in the new Ah, uh, yeah, he's right. He's right. Um, I, I made the same mistake. I kept saying I made the same mistake. It was two episodes ago. But, God, I want an Aptera so bad. Me too. I would drive across the country in that thing. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I could bring anything, but. So, it is a hatch. Yeah. You can't bring people with you, but. You'll definitely have enough to, like, you as a solo to survive. Yeah. Gotta be so It's cool. ridiculous. Like, it's so crazy. Even if they can't get to the thousand, like, even if they get 500 yeah. and the solar panels don't, don't do, like, only do half of. So, say if, like, if the Aptera, when you actually receive it, is half the vehicle that that they're advertising it to be. Yeah. You're still with a fantastic electric vehicle. Yeah, even with like 250 mile range. That's yeah. like basically what I have on my car, maybe like 100 miles difference. Yeah. But but it's the it's fueling. Solid. Yeah, it's the fueling that you won't really have to worry about. Summer mm-hmm. days you you'll get up to 30 miles a day, which is most on average people drive less than 30 miles a day. Yeah. So, like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I can't wait for that shit to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that so they're making deliveries on that uh, this year. So, um, Mike, uh, we aren't financial advisors, but I will say there are some premises to it. If you want, they are. Uh, you can invest into Aptera. Um, for a long time, they had a start engine. It's not public, right? Right. No, I it's think it's a like start a engine. So it's thing. yeah. So on different, uh, they may open up funding rounds. Uh, I'll keep my eye on it. If I hear anything about it, I'll bring it to the podcast naturally. Um, but it's just a very uh, it's an interesting concept. It's not even a concept vehicle. They're building it. They already have yeah. it. I was pissed off that I couldn't uh, invest in Boxable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about one quick thing. Yeah, let's go. I'm I all about it. Yeah, Wall Street it. Journal. Yeah. Um, so it looks like Biden's like sort of buying into crypto a little bit. 
That's interesting. So I guess Biden to order study of cryptocurrency risk, uh, creation of U.S. digital currency. So I guess he's like making a team to study the crypto risks and like um, consider the creation of a U.S. digital currency, which is interesting. It's like something we've kind of talked about or like Mm -hmm. thought about. Um, And this is in I know we have people who are skeptical of crypto who are listening to this pod, but I don't understand. You can't. Don't be the person who's talking about horses and how great your horse is <laughs> and that you never want to give it up because why would you give up a horse? It does everything you need to do while everyone around you is adopting cars. You right. know what I mean? Like, don't be the person talking about Blackberry and how sick it is. And like, it's <laughs> no one's ever going to get anything other than that. Blackberry. You love your buttons. Like, why Zoom. would you use a screen? Like. Um, don't be that person just yeah. try and look around you and think like okay like huge institutional banks are adopting crypto our government is speaking about adopting crypto your nephew for years has already been talking about crypto yeah. like don't be the last person and it's like dang i really did miss that crypto run like yeah that's just the way of the world this has been happening for i'm sure for as long as humans have been alive yeah it's just the next step yeah somebody's Um, talking about innovation and people want to downplay it like this has about 16 percent of adult americans or roughly 40 million people have invested in traded or used cryptocurrencies still a minority according to white house fact sheet um later on this says i think it's a quote from oh no there's a quote from a senior administrator not biden but it says this is not a niche issue anymore and it's profoundly important that we have the right tools to mitigate the risks to mm-hmm. consumers and to investors mm-hmm. and frankly to the entire financial system yeah how did so and even let's look at let's look at in the macro russians pulled all their money out of banks and we're putting it into crypto like oh that doesn't that don't it did, so I don't understand what the whole like disconnect is. Even yeah. if it's not Bitcoin, it's going to be one of them. Like one of them will succeed. Um so we'll see. I'm super interested in it. Yeah, it sounds cool. The administration will also study the impact that energy intensive crypto mining has on the climate. And this is like sort of a not a response, but like I think they're considering it because of what happened in russia and ukraine um yeah absolutely because it's it's not it's everywhere in the world people are using this stuff like i'm really curious i um i think we spoke about it a little bit um two pods ago like if you go to another country like say if uh we don't i don't know why we would ever do this but like say if we went to russia right now right yeah I'm sure that the majority of people there would be or a lot of people would be comfortable with us doing transactions in crypto. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, for sure. Or even changing like it. Sure. That's like all they're doing now. Right. Yeah. So like if, if even if they have some obscure crypto. Right. Yeah. You have these these. These systems that will take one form of crypto and turn it into another. So say like, oh, you have Bitcoin like 
and over there they're using Ethereum. Yeah. I can still change my Bitcoin into Ethereum mm-hmm. and make a transaction happen. Crypto swaps. I'm learning about like currency swaps and interest rate swaps now and yeah. multinational financial management. Yeah. I'm starting to think like I wonder if crypto swapping is going to be like another like sector of the market. Or it's something and it's something that like so as crypto grows and the more serious people take it, we're just going to integrate it into our economy. So yeah. like It'll just be another part of our economy, just like people have ETFs and they have like specific stocks like people will be buying and trading cryptos the same Mm -hmm. or something similar. That's the way it's looking right now. Obviously, no one can tell the future, but that's the way that it's looking like if I was to project it out even in 10, that's how I believe it would go. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just think it's too real at this point. Like now the government's creating this team to handle that like. It's cool. It definitely is getting real. Yeah. If And if somebody is telling you otherwise, just really think about it. Like, they probably have been brainwashed over the course of, like, <laughs> just like people are brainwashed with oil and gas. Like, there's extremely powerful and wealthy people who want to guard information and keep you from the truth yeah. so that they can profit on it first or, like, create their moat before the populace can get to it. Yeah. It might not be, like, brainwashed, but people just, like, comfortable in their ways. Um, like, oh. With like the, the horse thing. Yeah. Like, there are definitely people that are like, oh, I want my gas car. I want my Ford yeah. pickup, and that's oh it. Oh, my gosh. That's it, all I need. Nothing I just want I, my U.S. dollar, not my U.S. crypto. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Nothing I hate um, more than... I understand it, because I still love gas cars. I'm not going to act like I don't love the Audi r8 you know what i mean that yeah. car's sick <laughs> like or i'm not gonna there's lie. a lot of sick gas cars yeah awesome like i still love a mustang a gas mustang not the Mach E. like i that was my first car that i loved was a mustang um so i get people who are like oh uh, like a Mach E. that's so dumb but the thing i hate the most is like People are like, oh, yeah, I love when I turn my car and I hear the engine rev. It's like, like why do you love that? (laughs) Like, why do you love that? I hate when it's like I live in the city. Like, I live in a busy neighborhood. Nothing I hate more. What you really want is to go fast. You shouldn't want to care about the how loud you are. You know what I mean? If people can see you, that's stupid. Like. Do your own thing, but don't mess up my life. Don't wake me up yeah. at three in the morning while you guys are street racing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that shit's kind of ridiculous. Like, I just love that. Vroom, vroom. Mm-hmm. It's like a South Park episode. With Absolutely, the motorcycles, where the guy like goes to piss at the urinal. Okay, and uh, <laughs> he's just like a motorcycle guy, like a Harley guy, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how all they really want is like attention. And, like, everyone to notice them. So, he walks up to the urinal. Facts. And he starts peeing in between two guys. Yeah. And he's, like, looking to the side of them. And he's like, burr, 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 burr. Yeah. And then they look over. And he's like, burr, 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 burr. And then he's like, <laughs> now I can pee. <laughs> but, yeah, That's I picture funny. those people when I picture uh, yeah. someone who's like, I need my gas car. I need exactly. I need the loud pickup truck. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. And there's some awesome things, like, some people will say, like, oh, like, in my, when people who have, like, plug-in electrics or hybrids know this, like, when you're in nature, it's way different, because 
usually when you're idling, you have this engine like making noise. Like if you're going mm-hmm. off road, like you want to be in nature, but you want to be like able to dominate nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like get up rocks and like all these things or be able to travel around, but not disrupt the nature around you. And that's like a huge advantage of electric cars there as well. Like if you're someone who likes to go like outbacking or like off grid, the Rivian's awesome. You can do that. Um, and it's like an adventure vehicle. So it's something that like, I'm glad that there's like these other car companies coming up that can uh, get to this demogra- different demographics. Yeah. Making like all the different types of cars that we, that people want and want to have for different types of travel. Yeah. I don't think we did. We, I don't, have we spoken about the Rivian price increases? No, I don't think so. So Rivian. All right. So when you order a Tesla, right? When Whatever the price is that you order it on the website, that's the price that they're going to sell it to you for. Yeah. So say if it says like 57, like for a long time, it said 69,420. Yeah. Like as a joke, like Elon, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, He loves it. I'm like, (laughs) you're the CEO. This is why people don't take (laughs) it seriously. Like, no, I like. I it. love it. I love him and I hate him because I'm like Elon. <laughs> I get it. It's hilarious. I love him more for that. Yeah, like actually, he's a real. He's really a real ass dude. Like yeah. people will say, like this is a quick, quick, quick tangent. But Elon runs a, a, uh, uh, like a um, a donation fund. So like he'll make donations to anything that has to do with like sustainable energy. Okay. So I go to the website. I, I'll have to remember this website at some point, but the website is Elon's official page for donations. So usually, like, I bet you have an idea of like what Bill Gates's website will be, or like what of these other billionaires' websites will have like people smiling, shaking hands, like <laughs> kissing babies. Yeah, people who are like <laughs> sick and like sickly looking. Yeah, I go to the website. It's like if you do a little bit of a quick Google search, I'm sure you'll find it, but because yeah. I can't remember it at the moment, but. It was the, uh, it was a uh, Elon's official like donation website. You go to it, and it was a blank white piece of paper, and it had like five sentences on it, and it was like, "We will only donate to companies that uh, will spread knowledge and like uh, increase the production of like renewable energies mm-hmm. or like things to like help the planet." And then that was it. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, where is like, donate to my little thing? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we only donate to the universities or something like that. But it was like very, like, yeah, blank. At least she's like, I don't know. I think it's, I appreciate that he's so straightforward. And uh, he makes like jokes about stupid shit. Like, mm-hmm. what was that like title he appointed himself to instead of like ceo oh. he was like, was like giga st- king or yeah, something yeah. like crazy <laughs> yeah like techno king yeah I think te- that's it's literally what it techno, king, techno yeah. king uh <laughs> which is like so that's why i really want to say like so when people think of like oh this billionaire is terrible like why are they doing this like i think most billionaires are very smart they know like a lot about their industry they've been able to create a lot of good but Elon is fundamentally different. Like, he's not the same as the others. Like, 
That's why I always try to say like Elon is like a once in a hundred years, once in like a hundred fifty years that like we get somebody like this. Like yeah. he's not the same. Like he's he built said, different. Yeah, he said himself like, "Yo, I have all the money in the world. Like I don't have to be at Tesla anymore. I don't have to build SpaceX anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I could just go on a yacht and spend all my money and like bullshit around. But instead, like." He's spending all his time trying to do SpaceX and Tesla and Boring Company. And it's like, yo, you, there has to be some, there have to be something. We should speak more highly about him. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. easy. It's not something that's like super easy to do. Um, so yeah, I just found that really interesting. Like Elon's like trying to actively save the world and like where Bezos is just in it for the money. Yeah. yeah he's literally just trying to suck I mean, the life out of everything. I guess. Like, you could say he's like trying to make humans li- or like Americans' lives uh, more convenient, but for and, profits. Yeah, like it's not because like we need to do it or like humanity will die right. or perish. I feel like, like for Elon, like the money is sort of like an afterthought. Where yeah, his main mission is to like keep Earth. Yeah, and as and, and as a move to Mars, exactly, and as a result that got him so much wealth. You know right. what I mean? It wasn't like, like Chamath uh, Palahapatiya, he's a billionaire. Yeah. He's someone who like, I respect just like his opinion. Like, it's weird. Like people always say like, Oh, these don't respect billionaires. Like, da-da-da-da. like they can't, we all have our problems. All right. Like even the poorest man and the richest man in the world have their problems, have yeah. their qualms. Like we're all people. Um, and he said years ago, he was like the person who, solves climate change and creates a business around solving climate change will be the first trillionaire in human history. Oh, really? When did he say that? He said that like in 2008. Oh, wow. So he was also an early investor in Tesla, Facebook, but that's mm. how he made his billion. And um, I honestly think that that's Elon. Like, I think Elon yeah. is going to be the first trillionaire. I mean, he's trying. He's like, I think because of the businesses he's creating mm-hmm. that he's going to be. Um, it's also crazy how he's on the forefront of like three different exactly. or like two or three different crazy mad of them like the board yeah, company is the only just, one yeah that's like, like not and that's one of his smaller ones Neuralink is also ridiculous Neuralink's gonna change how humans operate yep uh, SpaceX. SpaceX is gonna move us basically yes. or like a try to move us to Mars make Mars inhabitable yeah. and then Tesla's trying to like just save the earth that we yeah. have he in Starlink also give internet to people who mm-hmm. can't have it um, or don't have it today. And that's what I was speaking on a long time ago. Like, oh, these it, these technologies are interconnected. So like crypto is kind of booming. That's something that's really popular in the U.S. Um, in a lot of third world countries, that might not be the case because they don't have Internet access. They can't mine themselves. Uh, computing power is limited. But with a uh, with a. Uh, a service like Starlink that adds a whole nother swath of people, like mm-hmm. billions of people to the game, to the internet game. There's a lot of people who don't even have internet. Um, right. It's really a, still a luxury for the world. So once the internet is not a luxury, uh, that should change a lot. Like mm-hmm. education is going to change dramatically. If you could teach a group of people in a third world country from your home. Um, yeah. Yeah. Completely That'd be crazy. Different. Yeah, like it'll just be completely different. Um, 
and their adoption rate of crypto will be a lot faster. So I say that like crypto is a is a sleeping giant who's still laying down. Like it's and it's already ridiculous. Like it yeah. hasn't even got mustered the strength to stand up yet, and it's already something that the U.S. government is thinking about. So mm-hmm. um, this is far from my original point. I just wanted to speak about you ordering a Tesla at sixty nine sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, and even if the price of the supply chain increases they'll stick to that price that they gave you. They initially quoted you, mm-hmm. but, and they'll change it for future orders on the website. Um, Rivian instead has done price increases to a couple of their models um, by $15,000 on some of the original uh, order holders, which is, I don't care how much money these people are making ordering these trucks. Like that's a principal thing. Like if you tell me that, yo, you're going to buy it at this price and then turn around months later and be like, yeah, your car's late and it's going to be $15,000 more. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. So it's uh, weird. Yeah. It's but just they're like, they're all like just figuring it out, I guess they are. It's I mean, the start, still... but that's the thing that I just didn't like about the company is how, yeah, I was already had my reservations about them, how they're saying they're going to build all these vehicles and they're going to be at that price, even though how difficult Tesla was at it had had a time of doing of building all these vehicles and sticking to a price. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing another company be like, yeah, we got it. It's easy. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? Like, I remember the hell that Tesla went through. Like, it was yeah. literally hell. So. Um. Yeah. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I um I feel pretty good. My meeting for one got pushed back, so uh uh do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um I did want to I do want to talk about the Maki if you're down for it. Sure. Um it was just pretty funny like so I think I say this all the time here, but people underestimate how difficult it is to make these cars, even for huge manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So um, I was watching uh, a a teardown of a Mach E, and it was just done, like deconstructing it. Yeah, so or? it's done by a guy. His name's uh, Monroe. I, forget, I think his name's first name's Henry, but he worked at Ford for a long time. And implemented, like, true change to the Ford manufacturing line, like, back in the day. So, this was back in, like, the 70s or something. He was doing this. Mm -hmm. So, he knows what he's talking about with these vehicles. Um, So, now he's doing a lot of things with electric cars. He's just a great engineering mind. And most people go to him. Actually, the people who at Aptera and for the Cyberlander go to him. He's a consultant now who just tells people like hey like you need to cut this part out do this differently Mm -hmm. Uh, for example like in the at the ford line he was like yeah while i was working well ford came to me to ask me to like help them increase their production lines and he's actually one of the people who changed only like really car nerds would know this but the the casing that holds the battery in vehicles used to be made of metal yeah 
So he proposed them to change this metal chassis into like a plastic mold mm-hmm. that they switched over to, and it actually saved them like millions of dollars, um, just by changing this one part. So he just knows about manufacturing and like how to take parts out. Like the best part is no part. Um, so he took out the frunk of the Model uh, Three, uh, the front trunk of the Model uh-huh. Three, and the front trunk, the frunk of the uh, Mach E, and there were just a bunch of hoses and like a bunch of parts that are going all around. Yeah, and then like in the Model Three, it was like one or two hoses, and the frunk itself was one piece. But the mm-hmm. front for the Mach E was like seventeen different pieces, and it's like that's what's causing the car to be so expensive. And he's like, "Yeah, we, like he's an old guy, but he's like, yeah, like Ford really needs to look at this. Like this is so much like wasted space and tools, yeah, um, and things that like they just didn't even install in general. Like originally from manufacturing, there was no button to release the front, mm-hmm. even though a child can fit in the front. So like post manufacturing, okay, yeah. they had to go in and like cut a hole and then put this thing in mm-hmm. so that the front could be released. But it's like that one little, it's something that engineers have a hard job. They're building a fucking car. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's so I can't difficult. Imagine doing that. Yeah, like it's unbelievable. Like watching the teardown, I was like, wow. Like, and there's different teams building all these different parts. Like, yeah. And especially in the old OEMs, it's like, this team literally just built this like one thing. Like that's mm-hmm. what they did. Now they have to put it together with another team that they're not even speaking with. <laughs> like they don't even know what these guys are doing. And they're like, Oh, actually you built this in a C shape. We were building it in a D shape the whole time. <laughs> and it's like, Whoa, like now we have to go back to the drawing board, change this yeah. part. Like it takes a lot. It's not easy. Um, so, uh, all of these hoses were going to the heat sink to like cool the battery mm-hmm. um and it was a bunch of like convoluted parts whereas in the tesla it was just a much smaller uh piece of technology that did the same thing that the mock e was doing but it only had two hoses mm-hmm. so it's just like cleaner easier to build faster teslas used to look like that years ago and then they switched over to the new technology and it took them about a year and a half, which I don't believe that Ford will be able to do. Like, right, yeah. like I just said, like all these different parts that are built, like all these different places in the company that are building different parts separately and then trying to put them together. And yeah. then like, it's, it's, it's just fundamentally different, like fundamentally different. So I just wanted, it was interesting because it's like firsthand looking at it. And how uh, different it is, you know. Mm. So that's cool. The Maki is uh, Chevy Ford. Ford Maki. Yep. So the Ford has that car. I can't even recommend that anymore, people, because there's no charging. I've seen way too many people saying the charging was horrendous. So yeah, not in my recommendations anymore. Right now, my recommendations are the Polestar. That's a great vehicle. Um. Charging is the same, but they have pretty good range. Um, the Aptera and Tesla; those are the three that I can like really actually recommend. Actually, mainly I can only rep- recommend the Tesla. But my honorable mentions are the Polestar and in the. <laughs> in the Both of those are like so cool looking. I know, so different. 
Lucid too. We got to get down. So Lucid has a a showroom in Seaport where we used to. Oh, really? So where we actually used to record the first pods. Yeah. Right down there, like where we used to record in the water. Five minutes from there. We should go look. We should go in there. I'm so into it. Take a video or make a post about it. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Absolutely. I'm so about it. There's also one in. See, like this is something we could do. Places we can go. Things we mm. can see to like promote so right i got a pee show bad oh yeah let's uh do you want to pause and come back or we can uh do you have anything else no i feel pretty good about it like <coughs> honestly today i could go forever now <laughs> that lift drive got you hyped up it really did it put me <laughs> in a really good mood i was like wow like it just made me think like yo i need to get a an electric car yeah like in I'm due all time it. i know i'm it's so hard when you really want something to be patient. Yeah. It's mad hard. So I'm like, I'm trying. This is one of them days. We've spoken about this before. Some days where I'm just like super like antsy about it and just want it so bad. But then mm. other days I don't even think about it. So ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram at DTMS underscore podcast. Um, when do you think we could do that lucid thing? Uh, I can probably not next week because I'm. I'll do it away. whenever. So, it, so it was supposed to open in uh, November. Yeah. And then it got pushed back to January. COVID. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, we're in March now. Like, you can't get a show. Like, the problem is they don't have enough cars. Like, oh, is it not open yet? I don't know. Uh, so, like, okay. production was slowed for them. Lucid mm-hmm. was also one of my favorites for a long time. It was one of my I remember you talking honorable about it, yeah. mentions. But um, they just aren't. They're in production hell right now. Uh, uh, so well, when it is open, we'll, we're going to go see it. No, absolutely. I want to go check and see because yeah, down there relatively out. often. Yeah, it's it's so close too, so close. Word. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to check it out and keep you guys posted on it. Maybe do another pod about Lucid. Um, so yeah, you know what we should do? We should do a uh, I. We already have a poll on which electric car we've spoken about people mm-hmm. are most excited for. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, we should do that. I'll probably post that soon. But all, all right. right. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. See ya.